saying hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> well, I mean, it just took... What is happening today? It just took like nine times for me to like hit the play button. All right. She's having she's having uh. technical difficulties. Hey, Samantha, tell everybody what's in my backyard. Tell them. The chickens? Yeah. Oof. I moved my chickens to town. I know you kind of mentioned that on Tuesday. So exciting. We went out and got the rest of them and they're all, I got mm -hmm. a little chicken enclosure built out there for them. And they are just okay. running around. So in Wyoming, I don't know, maybe this is like this everywhere. I don't know. You can have chickens in your yard as long as you don't have roosters. Because roosters are annoying. Because roosters get up at the crack of dawn. The crack of dawn. <laughs> right? And they're really loud and they're annoying. I wish you could see your face. I know. And I'm. it brings me so much joy that I have chickens in my backyard. Not me. Why? Because I hate chickens. Yeah, but they're securely behind a chicken wire. If they wanted to get out, they totally could. They actually can't get out. There's no top. Chickens can't fly. They can climb. Clippity clippity clip. No, they cannot. Yeah, actually, an old lady told me yesterday oh that chickens can fly. And they flew the coop. They... <laughs> Her sister has no chickens now because they all disappeared. They, that's not. She, she must have had. She must have had a little chicken coop. She said she had the chickens that had the furry feet. Oh, those! I don't have those kind. They can fly apparently. I don't know where my chickens are laying their eggs at though. Maybe they're not. You know, that's a conspiracy right now with the farm ranch community. Is oh, like, <laughs> no, seriously. I my chickens <laughs> haven't laid an egg all summer long. Well, that I know of. That you're aware of. They were kind of free-ranging out at the land, so they're probably... They like prob in the middle of a field. Maybe. I don't know. But now, psh, I'm going to know. And I'm going to get the eggs. I'm not going to participate. You're not going to participate in getting the eggs or eating the eggs? Because oh. you sure don't have a problem eating ranch eggs. Tell me why ranch eggs taste so differently than store-bought eggs. I don't know, the yolk looks way different. Oh my god, they're so much better. They're like richer. I know, they're so good. It's they're weird. so good. It's funky, funky, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> We're just silly, goofy girls today. And if anybody doesn't know this, this is a fun fact about chicken eggs. If you find, when you find a chicken egg, you do not have to refrigerate a chicken egg until you wash it because when it comes out of Mama Hen, there's a protective coat over it. That protects it, and until you wash it, it does not need to be refrigerated. Yeah, it tripped me out the first time I came home to visit, and she just had, like, four dozen of eggs just sitting on her kitchen counter. Yeah, and she was like, oh my gosh, you're going to eat those? I'm like, yeah, you don't have to refrigerate them until you wash them or until they get wet. It's wild. It's wild. It's pretty cool. If it rains, does that go away? Um, I imagine. Hmm. I imagine. But I don't know. I'm pretty excited that I have chickens in my backyard, though. I'm not. And I'm pretty excited that... How many chickens do I have out there? I only have, like, ten. I don't have very many. Enough. You have enough. I have enough. But, I mean... Until she orders, like, 40 more. I won't order 40 more. You order a bunch every time. That's because a lot of them die because they've been out at the land where raccoons and coyotes and... Bears, oh my! And eagles swoop down and chomp them up. But now they are safe in my backyard, and the only thing that I have to worry about is the cats getting them. Yeah, the stray cats. Or yeah. your 
or my domestic own domestic one or my own crazy cat that is psycho it's terrifying yeah i've seen her eat a squirrel yeah but i'm pretty excited that they're in my backyard now i all i have to do is just go into my backyard and pull up a chair and i can sit and i can watch my chickens not i um do you like spiders no you don't do you like do you like chickens or spiders less I don't like either of them. Which one do you like less? Neither of them. Because chickens eat spiders. So does my cat. <laughs> cats are gross. My cat eats my spiders at my house. And I have a cat, but cats smell. My cat sometimes brings me spiders as a fun little present. That's disgusting. She also catches the moths. So. Another uh, thing I'm afraid of. Moths. Moths. Moths are nasty. They're gross and they fight your face. Yeah. They do. Ooh. Or your phone when you're laying in bed in the dark. And they attack you. <laughs> and they attack you. Yep. That's facts. And they're That's like facts. dust. They're like made of dust. They're gross. Okay, anyways. Um, so it's a Tracy episode. Tracy episode. Yep. Samantha brought the last one, so now it's my turn. So um we'll just start. I'm Tracy. I'm Samantha. This is the suspended sentence. So Statue of Limitations in the State of Wyoming for Vandalism <laughs> oh. is one to five years, depending on the severity of the vandalism. Okay? okay, okay. So that's that's good information to have for you. For me? Yes. Why me? Because my question that I want you to begin with answering is, think of the worst thing that you did as a teenager as like, a teenage prank. You know, like all teenagers do like um, ding dong ditch. We called it something different when I was a kid. So I had to watch myself to there. And or phone pranks. Hey, this is Domino's. Did you order 20 pizzas? You know, or, you know, phone pranks or ding dong ditching or toilet papering people's yard. All of the fun, harmless things that every teenager does. In their lifetime, what is the worst thing that you did as a teenager? And you're not going to be in trouble. I don't know what you're talking about. I was an absolute perfect child. You absolutely were not. What did you do? Because I can think of several that I did <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, I think the one that comes to my mind, I mean, how much of that story can I tell? It's fine. I think. If Oh, or which story? Go ahead. Main Street. You're fine. Like, how much of that should I tell? I I mean, you're past statute of limitations, so. There was this whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's how every good story begins. And, and I bet you could guess her name if you had three if guesses. If you had to guess. Think, Just think of a really trashy girl's name. Yeah. Yeah, that's her name. That's her there name. There you go. You know, like, in, have you ever, you've never seen that because you don't watch TV. Anybody that is normal and watches TV. <laughs> so everybody else that listens to the podcast, have you ever seen the movie Ted? And he's like, she's got a really trashy name. Ready? Rapid fire. It's one of those names. Yeah. Okay. Um, she did some dirty things. Some dirty whore things. Like, <laughs> slept with my husband while I was pregnant. And 17-year-old Sam just thought that it was really funny to... I, have you ever... <laughs> do you know that you can buy oyster sauce? And it smells foul. Oyster oil. Yeah, and it smells like straight bad rotten hoo-ha. Yeah. <laughs> that smells like. And so I bought a giant box of tampons and soaked it up in some tampons. 
and bought a whole bunch of condoms. And I also dipped the nasty, smelly tampons in fake blood <laughs> and covered her entire yard in them. <laughs> I did get a no, no trespass tra- order for that. Yeah, you did, but she couldn't prove that it was you that did I wasn't it. allowed to drive down Main Street of my hometown. Well. <laughs> I did, still. Right. Because who can say that you can't drive down Main Street? It's like, I grew up in a tiny town. There was like one road. Right. But it was, I mean, honestly, like, it was pretty harmless. I could have, like... No, it was pretty harmless. I didn't. I just filled her yard with tampons. Yeah, you could have beat her ass like your mama tried to do. Yeah. Um, But it's pretty harmless, right? Like, all teenagers do something. I Every teenager. Like, we all do it. Like, they're harmful, harmful, harmless little pranks. When I was a teenager, it was, I mean... Before cameras and before cell phones and whatever. So when I was a teenager, we would toilet paper people's yards. Or we would, you know, put plastic forks or knives in their yards. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just something annoying. But but really, like, it's it's funny. Like, it's teenage crap. Yeah. Right? That's all it is. It's just teenage. And we've all done it. We've all done something. I hope. I hope that everybody got to do fun, <laughs> harmless things like that when they were a kid. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Right? And it's really just part of, like, it's just part of it. It's like a, it's just fun, harmless, right? Until it's not. Why'd you look so sad? Because this story is kind of sad, and it has to do with this. Oh, okay. So there were six boys. Ugh, there's your first problem. And they were... You're supposed to laugh. No, ha, they ha, were, ha. they were best friends. And they were having a sleepover. Okay. Three of them in particular, their names are Daniel Hawkins, Jacob, Evascu, and Drake Ruiz. And these three boys were the best of friends. They were inseparable since the fifth grade. They lived in California. They attended the same church youth group. They spent holidays together, birthdays together. They were best friends. They, they played sports together. They, they were best friends. So it is January 19th of 2020. It's the night before Martin Luther King Day, and the boys, who were all 16, were together at a sleepover at the Hawkins house because it was, you know, like a holiday weekend. They had this big, long holiday weekend full of fun, fun like birthday dinners, and they had a wrestling tournament that they went to, and they were swimming at the Hawkins house. They were just chilling, hanging out. Okay, and so it was the the three of those boys, they were over at the Hawkins, they were having a sleepover that night, and two of their younger siblings and another friend were there. Okay, so six boys total. They do their thing, they watch movies, they eat a bunch of junk food, whatever, and then they're like, you know what would be fun? Let's go ding-dong ditching. Okay. Right? I mean, harmless. Harmless teenage fun. That's all that is. You drove the getaway car one time. I did. I mean, it's harmless fun, right? So the three 16-year-olds, along with Jacob's 14-year-old brother, Joshua, Daniel's 13-year-old brother, also named Joshua, piled into a Toyota Prius driven by their good friend, Sarago, who was 18, they were all over it at the Hawkins house that night. So they all get into this Prius and they go out with the intention of ding dong ditching. It's way too many kids in that Prius. It 
Okay, but seriously, I mean, like, it's just fun, whatever, <laughs> right? So they pull up to a, just a random house, just a random house. That's how you pick houses to Ding Dong Ditch. Random house. And Josh, Joshua runs up to the door, knocks on the door, notices there's a camera, pulls down his pants, moons the camera, giggles like a 16-year-old boy, and runs back to the car, jumps inside the Prius. They go, but as he's running, what does he hear? <clears throat> the door unlock. Oop. And on the other side of that door is 42-year-old Angurg Chandra. And he's pissed. So he jumps back in the car. They speed off while the boys drive off undoubtedly they're laughing they're joking around they're like oh my gosh dude you you know i mean i can imagine the vibe in that car right, right? Yeah. so can you right like the stupid boys yeah well stupid kids yeah. i mean just kids right but chandra allegedly like he's pissed he's seven shades of pissed he gets into his car his infinity and begins to chase the boys down are you serious yes it's really dramatic so the boys quickly realize that this joke is not funny to this dude, and he is, again, seven shades of pissed. He is chasing them down. He's pissed. They could tell that he was following them. Now they're starting to get like, oh, shit, what do we do? Yeah. Like, now it's not like, get away. It's like, dude, what is this dude doing? Like, yeah. we're in trouble. So they're going in a 40-mile-an-hour zone, and their speed is exceeding 90 miles an hour. Oh, wow. Like, this guy is running these kids down. Like, he is chasing them. Ultimately, this grown-ass 40-plus-year-old man collides with the back of the Prius that the teens were in, causing it to veer off the road and slam into a tree. This was in Temsicala Valley, which is about 60 miles southeast of downtown Los Angeles. Wow. Right? By all visual accounts, Samantha, the Prius is completely totaled. Like, it is wrapped around this tree. And what does he do? What? That grown-ass man drove the fuck away. He just left. He didn't check to see if they were okay. He didn't help. He didn't get out of his vehicle. He didn't call for law enforcement. He drove the fuck away. There's no movement inside the vehicle at all. Nothing. This car is like a little, it's a Prius. It's little. It's mm -hmm. wrapped around this freaking tree and he drives away. Maybe because before he got into his infinity, he had had 12 beers. Oh. 12. 12 beers. And then raged because a bunch of teenage boys knocked on his door and mooned his camera. I mean, that's like it's a, a whole like different level. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. But Daniel Hawkins of Corona, Drake Russo of Corona, and Jacob Ivascu of Riverside of Riverside all 16, all best friends, they were all killed. Oh. Sarago, who was 18, remember he was the one that was driving? Mm -hmm. He survived. And he and then the two 13-year-old Joshuas, the two little brothers, mm -hmm. they all survived. But they were all hospitalized for a long time because of injuries that were anywhere from a concussion to vertebrae fractures. Like, oh, wow. they were pretty messed up. So the California Highway Patrol arrested Chandra at his home. 
and he was charged with three counts of murder and three counts of attempted murder. He pled not guilty on February 21st. How do you figure you're not guilty, dude? I don't know. I have no freaking idea. He testified during his own trial that one of the teenage boys rang the doorbell and then exposed his buttocks. He said that he was extremely, extremely mad. And had he not drank 12 beers beforehand, he probably wouldn't have been that angry. But he was angry. He said he didn't plan on hurting the teenagers and said that he didn't stop after the collision because he didn't realize that anyone was hurt. Although he did say that he knows that he was going over 99 miles per hour. Huh. How in the fuck could you possibly look at that vehicle, the pictures, and not be like somebody's dead? Yeah. Like, I will show you pictures. Look at this. Holy shit. Someone is dead. And you just drive away? Like, these are kids and you're a grown-ass fucking man. <laughs> Three boys are dead. Yeah. And because of him. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'm not guilty. Right. I was really angry. Right. So records show that he was already facing charges. Already. Oh, okay. Okay. For alleged battery on a cohabitant. So his boyfriend or girlfriend, whoever lived there with him. Yeah. And he also had pending child endangerment charges at the time. Oh, so he's just like a really stand-up guy. So he's got a history of being explosive to begin with. Right. Okay. So, but, so he finally, he goes through trial. He goes through all of that. He, he is sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole after three months after a jury found him guilty on all three counts. Right. The Riverside County District Attorney's Office argued that he intentionally caused the crash that killed the three. A hundred percent. And then fled the scene. If you hit a car going almost a hundred miles per hour, there is no other intent other than you're trying to cause a crash. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So. Yes. Yes. Right. So he's in prison now. And he won't, he won't ever get out. Well, I mean, whatever. It's California, so maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But holy shit. Yeah. Those- now, could you imagine, like, just any of the stuff that, that any of us have ever done if it escalated to that damn point? Yeah. I really thought you were going to say, like, somebody pulled out a, like, he came out with a gun or something. Is where I thought that was going. No, this is, like... Way more, like... I mean, that wouldn't be a good either, but, like, you know what I mean? Like... Right. That's like a whole different level. And I don't even know like anymore, like this day and age, like how would kids even do that? You know what I mean? Like there's video cameras everywhere. There's ring doorbells, ring doorbells or surveillance cam. I mean, everybody's got one. Everybody has got one. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? You can't do anything without being recorded. So, I mean, I don't, I don't even know, but it's almost like a rite of passage, you know, like. Yeah, and they're just and it's harmless. It's not like they were destroying your property. It's not like it's not like the oyster sauce can't be washed. You know what I mean? Like it's harmless teenage shit. Yeah. That's all it is. They're 16-year-old boys. He's a 42-year-old grown ass man. Well, it's just sad like they just randomly picked a house. It was just they random. They just picked a different house. Probably wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't have happened, probably. Right. Because most people, I mean, my house has been ding-dong ditched. Mine too. 
like every Halloween. <laughs> like that's yeah a thing. My house has been toilet papered. Your house has been toilet papered. Yeah. It's like not even, it's not a thing. It's not even a big deal, right? But this guy, like, but he says in court that he he feared for his family's safety. From the butt on from, your camera? From a knock on your door? When you got the notification probably on your phone of a butt? Seriously? Because I know lots of people that break in the house after showing your their, Cause, their ass. Because I'm pretty sense. sure with your domestic violence charges and your whatever to neglect of a minor or whatever, that your family should be more afraid of you than somebody knocking on your fucking door. Seriously. I agree. I mean, that is like, Jesus Christ, grown-ass man acting like... I don't know. That's wild. That is a wild. Wild. So he only got one life sentence? Yeah. Hmm. He did. But he was found guilty on all three charges. But the sentencing was just one life mm-hmm. sentence. Hmm. Yeah, without the possibility of parole. So he will serve the rest of his life in in prison. Right. Yeah. He was found unless guilty they do on the all whole, charges. Unless COVID spurts up again and we release people for I don't think whatever. I don't think people with life sentences get the opportunity to get out. That's more for people with ten year sentences or less. Mm. From what I what I could see. But the family, however, of these boys, their grace and their forgiveness is something beyond my capability. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Way, way before it. I mean, obviously, they, they were seeking justice. Like, they wanted right. him to be held accountable for what he did. But each of each of the parents forgave him. What? And all of them said that. Like, we forgive you for what you did. Because their faith instructed them to do so. Mm-hmm. You know? But Jacob's mother, Ramona, says that her son would want her to forgive him. She said, she's quoted as saying, he would say, Mom, you have to forgive them. Him. You have to. Because unforgiveness does not bring closure. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Drake's father, Billy, cites his religious faith as far as, like, forgiveness goes. And just says, you know, that's it's what we believe. I, that you forgive. You forgive, you forget, you move on. Right? I don't know mm-hmm. how. But, but more than anything, the families, they didn't want the boys, um, like, to be forgotten. You know, they wanted to honor their son's lives. And they launched a website that's called Remember the Three. Remember the, and then the letter three, dot com. Because they didn't want their boys to become a statistic. Like, oh, those three teenage boys that died, right? Mm -hmm. So, So they started this website and they started this foundation. And um, it's a scholarship program where you know they raise money or whatever and then they they give money to kids so that they can go to school go to college yeah which is a great way to honor these boys' lives so the three boys would have graduated last may may of 2022 and from woodcrest christian school systems graduating class of 2022 honoring and remembering their friend one of their friends james spoke of the boys during what would have been their graduation ceremony. And James was the first recipient of the Temescal Heritage Foundation Scholarship that honors the three deceased boys. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so that changes your mood, huh? Like, yeah, that's really that's really sad. And especially, like, I mean, I love when, like, parents do, like, scholarship programs and stuff like that, A, to keep their story alive. B, especially with young people that die, like, before they even get to, like, do anything with their lives. Yeah. I, so I always, I like when parents do that and are, like, yeah. keeping that alive, keeping them in other young people's minds and keeping their stories alive and I mean their energy alive yeah for sure and I mean all three of these boys like they were they were brothers they were sons they were friends they were athletes they were you know they they were impacting the world in such a positive way mm-hmm. you know and then for some asshole yeah who can't control his freaking anger to end all of that and to have such an effect on so many people's lives. Yeah, and clearly that's just his personality because it's not like he just was having a really shitty day. Right, not that that would make it not right. Not that it would no, make it yeah, right, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. not like he came home and had, like, got fired from his fucking job and had, like, a really shitty day and got really drunk and he just lost it. Like, he clearly has, is just an asshole. Yeah, a violent asshole. So. Yeah, and if you can't control your alcohol. Don't drink. I seriously, in 12 beers, come on. Who drinks 12 beers? An alcoholic, that's a fuck who. I mean, seriously, I don't have 12 glasses of water at night. Yeah. You know, you you like Dr. Pepper. Do you drink a 12-pack of, pep, of Dr. Pepper a night? No. Absolutely not. You have one or two. Yeah. Like, if you're drinking 12 fucking beers a night, dude. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, that's not, I had a, you know, a hot, busy day at work. I'm going to enjoy a beer or two, you know, or have a drink or two. A 12? Yeah, just showing at home. And because you, because of that, like, all of the lives that were affected because of that. Right. All of the lives that are traumatized over a fucking joke, well, man. And, like, the brothers and the best, fr- the other friend. Like, the survivor's guilt. Like, you read oh. so many stories of, like, the survivor's guilt of stuff like and that. And the too. guy who is driving, Sergo, like, he lived. Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. And that's, like, they they have to live with for the rest of their life. Right. And whoever's idea it was and whoever's, you know, I mean, he was 18. He should have known that. I mean, like you just said, like the survivor's guilt for that. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous because a grown ass man can't control his. Keep his shit together. Yep. That's really sad. It's awful. I didn't like that. No, me either. So thanks for that. So it wasn't a suspended sentence, but it was one of the stories. It was, it was a story that I saw that touched me and I was like, I'm going to tell these boys story. Yeah. No, thank you for doing that. Even though I feel yucky. And well, because it's real, because it's something that could happen to any of us. It's something that all of us have done. Mm -hmm. It's something that, I mean, just like that, you know, something that's harmless and fun and just, you know, it's harmless. Unless you knock on the wrong asshole's door, apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess. And maybe, I don't know. Do better, people. Like, control your shit. Like, you can tell the difference between somebody who's having fun and somebody who's posing a threat to your freaking family. Breaking into your home. And, and Jesus Christ. And when you see this guy, you guys, like, he was not fucking afraid. Really? No. <laughs> no. He wasn't like some, you know, three foot five, 20 pound freaking dude I come on 
Give me a break. Throw Her eyebrows fr- are really aggressive. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> well, I just, people who can't control their emotions like that, yeah. like, sicken me in so many ways. I mean, people, honestly, people who have road rage, I don't understand. Oh, when I lived in Texas, that was the thing all the time. If, like, people would, like, there'd be cases all the time of people shooting each other, like, driving on the interstate. That is ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous. Like, you have absolutely no idea what's going on with that other person. There was, like, especially in Dallas, like, on the, like, 35 from Dallas to Fort Worth, all the time, like, during traffic, people would be, like, driving on the shoulders and, like, flipping people off, and you'd flip, see, somebody else would flip somebody else off, and then there, you would just read about them shooting somebody. Happened all the time. That, it's ridiculous to me. I don't understand it. Like, I make as many mistakes driving as other people do, and so if somebody cuts me off or somebody whatever, like, I'll just wave and just be like, it's okay. Because it is. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Like, nothing is worth this. Yeah. Nothing. Anyway. It's wild to me. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. Road rage is crazy. It's insane. People who can't control their tempers. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I have a pretty good temper, but I haven't ever ran after people ding-dong ditching my house. Really? Yeah. I haven't either. <laughs> ever. So there's that. First of all, I wouldn't even know if somebody was ding dong ditching because I don't answer my door. <laughs> Straight up, me either. I don't even look. Right, right. So, well, uh, since we didn't do it at the beginning, if you aren't following us yet on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, it's the Suspended Sentence Podcast. Our email is the Suspended Sentence Podcast at gmail.com. You can buy Tracy's book anywhere that books are sold. I always like to shout out Barnes and Noble, and someday they're going to like. Uh-huh. Want to pay us money? <laughs> I spend enough money at Barnes and Noble. You could give yeah, a little bit back. That's true. Tracy Ferris, a IDP in the thirteen. I well, what did I just say? IDP in the thirteen components of criminal thinking and behavior. Word. Did I do it right? No, but it's fine. Oh, you guys get it. It's fine. Y'all it's know. It's good. Y'all know. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for your episode, even though it was sad. It I didn't was like sad. that one so much, it was bad. but yeah. Stay safe.